Welcome to my Vulnerable Voice podcast. My name is Hannah Palamara and I'm your host. I am an intuitive birth keeper, women's coach, birth and lifestyle photographer, mentor and mother of three. This podcast is a space where I'll be sharing stories of personal growth, healing from trauma, entrepreneurship and of course, all things related to pregnancy and birth. It's my belief that in sharing our stories and experiences, we can help each other grow and connect on a deeper level. I'm so grateful you're here. Hello. Today, I am speaking with Marcus Ogden, a former NFL player who went from eight figures to $8.25 an hour by not accepting responsibility for his role in failing his first entrepreneurial venture. Now he's risen from the ashes to share his experience and powerful story so others don't make the same mistake. I had the most amazing chat today with Marcus, all about his experience growing up in a single parent family, how that shaped him, what it meant to play in the NFL, and then what it was like leaving. We have a really great in-depth chat, so please enjoy. Hey, Marcus, good to have you with me today. Thank you, Hannah. How are you doing this morning? I am very good, thank you. Um, it's lunchtime here in the UK, and it's finally starting to get a little bit sunny. <laughs> uh, it's, probably, it's, probably, it's probably here. It's, it's about 9.30 in the morning. It's about 9 a.m. here in Raleigh. But uh, yeah, the weather's pretty nice. You know, pretty, you know, a little chilly, but not too bad. Oh, good, good. Do you get, like, cold winters there, or...? Oh yeah, yeah. Now I'm from Washington D.C., our main, our, our nation's capital. It gets way colder there, but in Raleigh, it can get a little bit cold. So yeah, I'm always trying to make sure that I don't get sick by uh, not dressing appropriately in the in the spring and uh in the winter time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure you've heard about the English weather, so I won't go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but I no, mean. I'm I'm super excited to have you with me today and to hear about your story. I'm just so inspired by you and everything that you've done. Um, so why don't we just start by delving in a little bit to your upbringing and you know, how you grew up? Yeah, thanks, Hannah. So I'm from Washington, D.C. originally. I uh, was raised by a single father. Uh, my brother, Jonathan, and I both played in the National Football League. We were raised to respect women, respect ourselves, and education over sports. And what was really great, Hannah, growing up in a all-male household for the most part. I mean, mm-hmm. our mom was around the first part of our of our birth and you know, first part of our lives, but the, you know, our father was pretty much there for all throughout our lives. So being mm-hmm. raised by a single dad taught us a lot about how to be resilient, how to cook for ourselves, how to clean for ourselves, all those things you don't think about as a male, we we learned in that regard from our, from our dad. Yeah, amazing. I love that. Well, I'm a, I'm a single parent and I think, you know, kids that come from single parent families can grow up to be incredibly resilient and you can gain some amazing tools from, you know, from growing up that way. Oh, absolutely. Especially if the parent is like you or like my father was very involved and very hands-on, but at the same time, a good friend, then I believe that the children can really get the best of both worlds because a single parent will a lot of times do a lot of things. And sometimes, you know, parents that are together don't think about it. Well, maybe the other will do that and yeah. I'll do this. And sometimes you're a single parent, you have to kind of take on everything. Otherwise, your children could miss out and you know we don't want that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And so tell me, what led you into football? Did you were you always passionate about this as a kid? Was your was your dad into football? Oh yeah, my dad played football at Howard University, so I was always into football from growing up and you know mm-hmm. being around the sport. My brother played it in middle school and high school. So, of course, being the younger brother, I wanted to be like my older brother. So I always had a love for football from a very, very young age. Amazing. I am i don't know a huge amount about American football, but I've always just found it fascinating and so interesting. Um, you'll probably laugh, but I actually really loved that show, Friday Night Lights. <laughs> which... Um, <laughs> so crazy a little girl in England watching that but I what I literally was obsessed with that whole series <laughs> that's, that, that is fantastic yeah that's a good it's actually funny the the guy who was the quarterback that you know when he, he played at the school um uh Permian Knights in Odessa Texas he actually played for the Ravens for a little while Stony Case so he oh, was wow. the one that kind of got the whole thing started with Friday Night Lights Oh, that's crazy. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's still it's still one of my dreams to make it to a game one day. It's going to happen. <laughs> it will. We'll, we'll get you to a game one day. No, Don't worry about that, Hannah. We'll, get, we'll take care of you, okay? <laughs> okay. And so, you know, going into that world as, you know, a footballer and then you went professional as well, What? how do you feel that that shaped you, you know, as a young man growing up? Well, I feel it shaped me to make sure that I understood about discipline and focus and hard work and dedication, all the things that you need to have to be successful in life. And football taught me a lot of great tools to carry on into life after the game, which was absolutely important because without those things that I learned in football, I don't feel who I am today as a speaker. Well, actually, we go back. So I'm actually a breakthrough specialist and mentor. I help people achieve massive breakthroughs and fulfillment in their personal and their professional lives. And mm-hmm. I do that through keynote speaking, executive business coaching, consulting. I have a podcast that's in the top 1% in the world most popular. Uh, I'm a business owner mm-hmm. of other brands that align with us. And I'm also a brand ambassador. A brand ambassador. So incredible. I love your podcast. I'm just catching up on that at the moment. Yeah, it's amazing. What would you say was the dark side, you know, of of football and being in that industry? The dark side is is that when you're finished, Hannah, it's very lonely. I actually saw that the Surgeon General of our country said that the next disease that's going to really hit people after COVID is loneliness. And that is a big thing that hit me after the NFL. I was very, very lonely. I was very depressed. I didn't know what to do next. I was very much just in a very negative, dark, toxic place. So yes, there's a lot of loneliness that happens when you leave the game because your teammates are gone. The the lights on the field are gone. The fans are gone. Nobody's screaming your name anymore. And at that mm-hmm. point, you realize, wow, it's over. And then from there, right, you have to kind of move on with the next part of your life. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've seen your story and I've, I've listened to you speak as well. And I, you know, I thought it's amazing how you teach today because you talk about, you want people to not make the same mistakes that you made. And so why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, what happened when you came out and I know that you built up a company and, you know, and then I think things went downhill from there. What was that like for you? Well, what was like for me, Hannah, is that I didn't do a good job of maintaining what I call good behavior. 
studies show that 70% or more of people who are either successful or have fulfillment in their lives or on their way to trying to achieve success either don't make it or they make it and lose things or potentially lose everything because of bad behavior. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of bad behavior that, that cost me everything. I treated my team poorly. I was very much all about myself and I was just very much focused on what I thought others you know, needed to do for me, what I need to do for others. And as a result of that bad behavior, I lost everything that I owned in 2013, home foreclosed on, both cars repossessed in the same day. I literally was a seven-figure business earner in 2011, beginning of 12. And at mm-hmm. the end of 12, beginning of 13, I'm bankrupt, broke, and almost homeless. Wow. My gosh. And so what did you do at that point? So at that point, I moved to, I moved to Raleigh, North Carolina. And when I got to Raleigh, I literally had $400 to my name. I didn't know anybody. I followed my now ex-wife and I ended up literally just, you know, coming here and worked for Merrill Lynch for a short time, an investment firm here in our country. And I didn't last long. I was fired after a couple of months, went to a construction company. I was fired from that job after uh, five days and I had to start completely over at the mm-hmm. bottom. And I ended up taking a job as a, as a janitor making $8.25 an hour on the graveyard shift. And that was the moment I said, wow, if mm-hmm. I don't get myself back on track, I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. So one of my favorite authors is, uh, and I believe she's actually from England. I think she is. J.K. Rollins is one of my favorite oh, authors yeah. who wrote yeah, yeah. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I thought. I thought she was from England. And so she says rock bottom is the moment that she rebuilt her life. So yeah. I had a rock bottom moment, uh, Hannah, where somebody's trash and rotten mm-hmm. meat and nasty protruding garbage got over my body, my skin and my clothes. And that was my wake up call. And I said, wow, if I don't become more accountable and responsible to others, I'm going to always be here right on this curb crying, playing the victim for the rest of my life. And I went home and I wrote down my three biggest strengths. And that's when I realized, wow, I can do so much more. I said, let's try being a speaker. And I started trying to speak. And you know how that is when you start out, when you start something new, it never <laughs> ever works the way you you, uh, you anticipate. So I started speaking and didn't go very well in the beginning. But you know, eventually after two and a half years, finally got our first paid job. And then learn the business, how to create value, how to help us create breakthroughs. And it literally launched us to where we're at today, speaking for all types of companies and having ourselves a very successful business at this time. Amazing. And I just think it's so interesting how, you know, it really does. And I I can identify myself as just kind of hitting that rock bottom uh, with life. And, and it takes some, it takes, you know, getting to that place to get, you know, to sometimes have that realization where, you know, things have got to change and, you know, putting in that work and that personal, personal development work. Um, and that's been my experience too. And, you know, I, I lost my husband to cancer for almost four years ago. And honestly, it took me going through that and then, you know, getting literally just going to a place that I could never have imagined being to actually start realizing who I truly was and who I am and starting to really, you know, learn who I am and, create an entirely new life for me and my kids. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I, hey, listen, I that's what we call resilience at our darkest hour. And again, it's like I tell you, by when any event, this is a great uh, a great formula by Jack Canfield, who wrote the Success Principles and Chicken Soup for the Soul. E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals outcome. And when we have an event like you had your husband having cancer, that was an event that you had to mm-hmm. go through. And what you can control are your behavior, your your thoughts, and your images. So like me, you show bad behavior when your husband died of cancer, which is totally normal. I show bad behavior when I grew a, an eight-figure-a-year, seven-figure earning, netting, clearing business. And because of the bad behavior on my side, I lost everything. Because of your bad behavior, you went into a dark spiral. Then what happens is the thoughts start coming around. Imposter syndrome, negativity, doubt, all these things. I went through the same thing. And then images. We see ourselves as less than human, less than good, less than a person because we're at the bottom. Happened to me, happened to you. Your rock bottom moment said to you, enough's enough. Then you change your behavior. Then you change your thoughts. Then you change your visualization, your images. I did the same thing. I changed my behavior. I changed my thoughts. I changed my images, my visions. And now you're an award-winning photography international sensation. I'm a speaker, international podcaster, breakthrough specialist, and mentor. You had your moment. It challenged you. You rose up. You're successful. Same with me. Unfortunately, though, some people, when they get hit by life, they don't rebound because they don't know how to reprogram their behavior, their thoughts, and their images. Mm, Absolutely. And so what are some of the tools that you have created or that you've reached for? And did you you, um, reach for other coaches to take you through stuff? Or have you done a lot of the work by yourself? I got coached in 2018 by NAPSA National Association of Professional Success Academy at mm-hmm. Penn State in Pennsylvania in our country. Mm-hmm. And it really helped me to understand how to utilize my skill sets from football and from life. And without mm-hmm. my coach, Brad Mitchell, and what I went through at NAPSA for a five-day intensive coaching program, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm the coach I am today, the speaker I am today, podcaster because I would never have learned how to utilize my skill sets to connect with people. And I tell people all the time, everybody that does a job, like you are a master photographer, you have developed the hard skills necessary to shoot and angle and light and, you know, and timing and day and night and, and, you know, and and backdrop and sets, all these things, Mm -hmm. right? You've mastered that. Like I've mastered how to speak on stage and, enlighten, inspire, empower, educate, right? So we're always getting better. But what makes us different, I feel, is the soft skills that people get to know us and who are we as a person? Are we empathetic? Are we compassionate? Do we understand them? Are we trying to connect with them? Are we just trying to take their money? So basically, I learned how to really get good at what I call the soft skills of life. And once you figure that out and you have very good hard skills, right, Hannah, then yeah. success and fulfillment is imminent. Mm, yeah, I can so relate to that. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about your podcast. 
because I love that, you know, the title is sure. it's about authenticity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's called Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden. And like you said, Hannah, it's about authentic people with authentic stories. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's people who are trying to help others that are trying to share their story, trying to share their light, trying to share their truth to inspire others. That's all it's about. You could be like you, a photographer, international world renowned. You could be an athlete. You could be an SEO specialist. You could be a dad that we had on that lost his son to an alcohol poisoning from over drinking who walked 1,450 miles to bury his son's ashes in Montana to, you know, all these things, right? Doesn't matter, yo, gay, straight, man, white woman, doesn't matter. As long as you have an authentic story that you want to share, you fit our mold perfectly. Mm, beautiful. And what it, would you say are some of your dreams or goals for the next couple of years? Do you have, you know, anything specific that you'd like to share? Sure. I would love to. We're actually starting uh, some um, some courses and some uh, some high ticket offers that are going to help me scale and help others get information that they can't get from me from my coaching if they can't afford it or mm-hmm. my speaking if they can't afford, which I understand, especially mm-hmm. now times are hard in our country. Economy's down, you know, uh, inflation's up, prices are up, people aren't making as much money, but prices are forever rising. I mean, it's a really hard time in our country. So we're trying to create things like this that are more automated. And also mm-hmm. we're trying to really go forward with our podcast and help as many people and get sponsors and eventually get picked up by a, a big network here in our country to, mm-hmm. to have our show on their platform. They get the sponsors and they pay us just to come and do what we do best, which is you know, shoot and all those type of things. Like That's what we're all about. So trying mm-hmm. to really grow our podcast, trying to grow our online presence and also at the same time, trying to help more people. And also, I'm probably going to write another book at some point, uh, you know, to tell about what I'm doing now as far as, you know, you know, more like, you know, around authenticity and, you know, because, you know, I'm going to say earlier on my ex-wife, yeah, I'm actually going through, uh, I just finalized my divorce and it was a really hard time for me. And I made some realization in the last probably 48 hours that, you know, I did the best that I could. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, you just have to hold your head high and, you know, mm-hmm. you have to move forward. And if, if somebody that you're with is not trying to move forward with you, then you have to make a determination if you want to stay where you're at or you want to yeah. keep going without that individual. And I had to make some tough choices. And our podcast was actually launched during that time. And we were able mm-hmm. to rise to the top 1% in the world. As I was going through, Hannah, probably one of the hardest, most difficult times of my life other than losing my father when mm-hmm. I was 25 years old. So mm-hmm. talking to people about how they can rise up, how they can use you know, things in their life to keep yes. pushing forward for them, no matter what. Yeah, that's amazing resilience there. And yeah, relationships, I can relate. They, they can be really tough. I just came out of a relationship a few months ago myself. And I'm in a period right now where I'm, you know, really working on myself and honestly learning how to stand on my own two feet by myself for the first time in a really long time. Cause I met my husband when I was 22 and it's like equally terrifying and equally so exciting, you know, just to step into that new arena as a, as a single person. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, it's 
trust me, I've been doing it. I, you know, I, I moved out last November. So now uh, I close on my new home that I, my dream home, I made, uh, I took care of something yesterday. And so I'm set to close on my dream home in 11 days. So uh, it's a close day for my new home. So yes, I can relate. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, I love that. And so let's think of something. Um, can you tell me something about you and your personality that, you know, someone, people listening might not know or people that know you, you know, just something like kind of goofy or funny. <laughs> uh, I'm OCD. Uh, okay. I grew up with, with pigs. I grew up with pigs with my, with my father, my, you know, my, my brother, when my mom was there and when she moved out, we, you know, we kind of, they were divorced. I stayed with her sometimes. My immediate family were pigs growing up, so I literally developed over uh, over OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, clean. So like mm-hmm. I straighten up a lot, I clean yeah. a lot. Uh, I'm just I'm very quirky in that regard. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm very quirky in that regard. And then some of the people, uh, if you, people that know me knows, people that don't know me definitely don't know. They wouldn't think about it. I'm a huge movie goer, so like. Okay. I love going to the movies. Like that's that's my thing. Nice, nice. What's the what's the most recent film you've seen that you love? Ah, oh, well, I've seen a lot. I've seen uh, Evil Dead Rise, which came out last week. I lo- I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but I have to say, I saw uh, we saw Super Mario Brothers with my daughter. My eight year old, oh, yeah. she loved. We saw it twice. But I oh, really, to, I would have to say, I saw John. Wick, yep, I saw John Wick four, and I, mm-hmm. I saw that three times in the theater. Okay, I love the John Wick films as well. And I'm also like weird, like I like rewatching films as well. And I do the same with books. I'll read books a couple of times as well. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got That's our quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, listen, it's been amazing speaking with you. But before we go, could you maybe share what you would tell the person today who's listening, who's, you know, they're in a really dark place. And they couldn't even imagine being able to to get out and to create something like you have. What would you tell that person? Two quotes to live by. In times of extreme darkness, focus on the light, which Aristotle said. And Mm. the truth is light. Once you're truthful with yourself, who you are, where you are, and what you're trying to get done, you can move and get things going in the right direction. So again, you know, in times of extreme darkness, focus on the light. And a great quote by Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> mindset is everything. It's, it's everything. Like your mindset's going to determine if you have a great day or a crappy day. It's going to determine yeah. if, you, if you get out of a relationship, you stand tall, or you get out of a relationship, you feel bad for yourself. Right? Mm. Are you going to be confident, or are you going to be going to be meek and timid? So again, mm. be very, very aware of your mindset. At the same time, be very, very aware of the fact that whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Great mm, quote by Henry Ford. That's amazing. That one, yeah. That's and that that makes you stop and think for sure. That's great advice. Yeah. And yeah, really great. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So let's hear a little bit about where everyone can find you because I'm going to put all your links, but it'd be great just to hear sure. where everyone can see your stuff. 
Sure. They can go to our website, www.marcus, M-A-R-Q-U-E-S, Ogden, O-G-D-E-N.com. Okay. And they can mm-hmm. shoot me an email, Marcus at MarcusOgden.com or follow me on social, LinkedIn, Marcus Ogden, Instagram at Marcus Ogden. That's how we connect with Instagram. My Twitter is at Marcus underscore yes. Ogden. TikTok, Marcus Ogden 7171. Just reach out to us. We're very, very accessible. We'd love to talk to people and see if we can help you achieve massive breakthroughs in your personal and or professional life. Amazing. Thank you so much for giving me your time and sharing about your journey today, Marcus. It's been really amazing and I've really enjoyed speaking with you. Hannah, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. And again, that you're in your own space and your own two feet. That's exciting. And just keep remembering the whole key facet of this. You control the outcome, right? Your behavior, your thoughts, and your interests are going to control the outcome that you desire for your life, for your kid's life. And when you really focus on that, that's when great things happen. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can find us on Instagram at my underscore vulnerable voice. If you would like to be a guest or to have me as a guest on your show, you can reach me at hello at hannapalamara.com. You can find more of my other projects on Instagram at Hannah Palamara Honestly and my website www.hannapalamara.com. And please, wherever you are listening to this podcast, always subscribe, review and share. Thank you.